Star Wars 7x7 episode 3374. It's sort of official. <laughs> the writer's strike has kind of come to an end, and I'll explain why we're saying kinda. And so we'll talk about what that means for Star Wars productions, and we'll also talk about a couple of other Star Wars news tidbits that have dropped since the last time we talked about anything news-related. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So the writer's strike officially ended on Wednesday the 27th at 12.01 a.m. Pacific. However, it's not technically quote-unquote over in the sense that the entire membership has to agree on the ratification of the new contract that was worked out between the Writers Guild West and East and the Association for Motion pictures and television producers yeah the AMPTP or whatever it is anyway all the studios for all intents and purposes so the membership has to vote and that vote is going to happen next week I think it takes place from October 2nd to October 9th and if enough of the membership ratifies the contract then everything is super duper officially over and done with however all strike activity has been terminated and writers are allowed to go back to working on their stuff as of now so things are kind of rolling already so what does that mean for your favorite Star Wars productions well Let's start with the movies. The first one is supposed to be arriving in May of 2026, and the last we knew, the script was supposed to be delivered sometime in the month of May of 2023. We don't know whether it was completed before the strike began, but if it was close enough, then it will definitely be able to be completed on time to still make that May of 2026 release date, assuming everything else goes according to plan, which it almost never does, but yeah, they have the timetable perfectly fine for it if they want to make it. And if Dave Filoni wasn't already working on his script for the movie that's going to tie in all of the various Star Wars TV shows, well, then he can get back to cracking at it, although I have a feeling he was probably well underway with that. Especially since we already know that the scripts for season four of The Mandalorian were completed prior to the writer's strike, so he has enough knowledge about what's going to happen that he could certainly have been well on his way for the movie. And then as far as James Mangold's Dawn of the Jedi movie goes, well, we know he had a couple of other projects in the pipeline, and so we didn't necessarily know where things were in that regard. Certainly concept art could have gotten underway, but no script was necessarily underway. Certainly some kind of pitch must have happened, but there was an interesting news tidbit that came out not too long ago about a script that had been written by David S. Goyer, um, if I'm pronouncing that right, my apologies. And he's actually the guy who wrote the scripts for the Vader Immortal uh, virtual reality stuff that was released by ILM XLab, now ILM Immersive. So in a recent interview, David Goyer said that he had worked on a script treatment for a Star Wars movie that would take place 25,000 years in the past, which sounds pretty much exactly like what James Mangold is going to be doing with his situations. So what we don't know yet is whether they are connected if it's a situation where he was developing it and then left the project and eventually it was picked up by James Mangold or if James Mangold just happened to come in with his own idea of the situation. So, you know, either the two are separate or it's kind of like what happened with Gary Whitta and Rogue One where he took a shot at it and then it was passed off to Chris White and, you know, other writers worked on it, that sort of thing. 
And supposedly, Goyer also worked on a script for a Star Wars movie that was going to be directed by Guillermo del Toro, which, you know, that idea sounds utterly and completely fascinating, but it is not happening right now, yet, ever. Uh, we don't necessarily know, but boy, that would have been something. Now, the other bit of new news is kind of a situation that's the reverse of what happened with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So Obi-Wan, as we know, was initially developed as a movie, but then became a limited series on Disney+. Plus. Well, the Lando series that was going to be helmed by Justin Simeon before he you know, was then off the project, that was going to be a series on Disney+, Plus. but now apparently it is being developed as a movie, and Donald Glover is working on this with his brother Stephen Glover. But at this point, this is not one of those three movies that was announced at Star Wars Celebration, so it's potentially another movie on the horizon somewhere, but one that's probably not going to be showing up anytime in the near future. Circling back to the original premise of this podcast episode, though, about what the end of the writer's strike means for your favorite Star Wars productions. Well, we talked about the movies, now let's talk about live action. So the Acolyte was finished with its filming and maybe if they have any sort of script edits to do, they can get those done, but they can't do any reshoots because the actor strike is still going on. Hard to say what's going on with Skeleton Crew. It may end up being in the same boat. We know they were in post-production, but we never got a date out of them. We don't know if they still have things that they have to shoot or reshoot, but now they can do some rewrites if they need to do that too. Then there's the Andor series, which can now you know, get all of its writing done if they hadn't already. I got the sense that the writing had been done and they were just shooting as much as they could until then you know, the actor strike happened. But if there were any gaps in that, well, yeah, now they can clean those up as well. They just can't get to filming until the actors get back to the negotiating table with the studios, which apparently is not necessarily happening anytime soon. There were reports that they were going to be meeting in the near future, but according to SAG-AFTRA spokespeople, they said, nope, that's not the case. They don't have anything planned for this week and not for the foreseeable future, but they will be announcing if there are additional negotiations when they actually happen. And as much as there was pressure on the studios to get these strikes resolved because they aren't able to make any money, or at least not nearly as much, if they don't have new productions in the pipeline, well, they've kind of done it in the order that they need to do things. They need to get the writers going so that way they have scripts for stuff that they can eventually then film, but now they need the actors to get back to the table and sign the agreements with them. The writers definitely had to be going first from the studio's perspective just because that's how their pipeline pipeline roles. It just remains to be seen how much longer it's going to take the studios on this one. Although I got to say it's a good sign that the writers are saying that they got, you know, tremendous value out of the strike and that the ultimate agreement that they negotiated with the studios is overwhelmingly positive from what we've heard so far. So congratulations are in order for the Writers Guild on the end of their strike and negotiating a contract that they can be happy with. Now all the attention goes to SAG-AFTRA and supporting them as they try to do the same. And that's what I've got for you on a Star Wars news update here, and that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. 
7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.